Hey everyone, Eric Watson here. What follows is the recorded audio of a live-streamed actual play session of Dungeons & Dragons using Roll20 and Discord. Our sessions are streamed live on my YouTube channel every week at youtube.com slash c slash roguewatson or just search roguewatson on YouTube. This actual play series is not originally intended for an audio-only format, but has been converted to a podcast for your convenience. The channel and by extension this podcast are supported by Patreon. If you would like to support my work, you can do so at patreon.com slash roguewatson. Now, enjoy the show. the volume. Hey everyone, Eric Watson here, freelance writer, player of games, writer of boards, recorder of videos, and tabletop role-playing aficionado. Welcome to our weekly live stream Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition online role-playing adventures. I'm joined as always by my wonderful friends, Chris, playing Valravin the Eladrin Bard. Hello. I really gotta think. Heather, mm -hmm. playing Frey the Halfling Barbarian. Hello. Rochelle, playing Celeste, the half-orc monk. Hello. Raymond, playing Edmund, the human artificer, joining us in a bit. And Reese, playing Thimbleweed, the gnome ranger. Hello! <laughs> <laughs> we stream our sessions all live on YouTube every Friday evening. You can watch all of our D&D live series as well as reviews and Let's Plays on my YouTube channel. Read weekly session recaps at roguewanson.com and watch my behind-the-scenes No Players Allowed live series Crafting Icewind Dale every Thursday. Head on over to our post-session discussion Frostside chat after our show tonight. You follow me on Twitter at Rogue Watson and join our official Discord server with invite link in the description below. If you would like to support the channel, please go to patreon.com slash roguewatson. Shouts to new patrons this week, Matt and Smaug. For our campaign, we use Roll20.net. For video chat, we use Discord. And for streaming, I use Open Broadcaster Software with Streamlabs. Music is by Kevin McLeod and our amazing original character art is done by Jimmy McLeod. Previously on Icewind Dale, Rime of the Frost Maiden. Party left Bryn Shander fully rested, sporting their Copper Ten Towns Marshals badges. The road to nearby Targos was still fast and safe, and a quick badge flash let them inside the only other walled town in Ten Towns. The party split up with Celeste and Valravin going to meet with Speaker Maxildenar, who had requested a meeting with, and Thimbleweed Frey and Edmund headed to the general store to ask about a previous adventuring party, last seen buying supplies in Targos. The Speaker tried to convince them to help undermine the Speaker of Tourmaline, whom he saw as weak and unfit to lead. Valravin played it cool while Celeste enjoyed her first sip of alcohol. <laughs> At the general store, the other three spoke to the gregarious store owner, who informed them that a Goliath, a halfling, and a tiefling had come into the store buying serious mountain climbing gear. The only mountain big enough to warrant such supplies was Kelvin's Cairn to the northeast. The store owner also overheard them talking about meeting their client, a wizard, in East Haven. With their business concluded, the party traveled east on the path towards... Termalane. The journey took several hours of cold, dark, and general uneasiness. Towards the end, a wolf with strange glowing blue eyes approached and spoke to them, asking about who they were, what they were doing, finally demanding information about a wizard. 
The party was friendly, but the wolf didn't seem to care, attacking the travelers with a pack. After initial volley of fangs and an unsettling frost breath, the party struck back hard, sending the last surviving wolf fleeing into the night. In its dying breath, the talking wolf cried out to warn Ravison. The party made it to Tourmaline and checked in with the speaker. Valravin warned him of Speaker Maxildenar's potential schemes while the speaker told them where the mine was. The party headed into the nearby mountain and into the mine, past a sign that read Kobolds Only. In the darkness, they crawled through winding tunnels, stumbling into several crude traps, including a nasty pit trap that nearly downed Thimbleweed. In a processing room, the party found a large group of giant rats nibbling on a dead body. Just as Thimbleweed rounded the corner, Frey threw down Edmund's magic light stone in the middle of the rats and leapt down in the middle of them. I believe we are going to be firing off with some initiative after I switch our maps over. Yeah. By the way, how are you, Thimbleweed? Emotionally. Emotionally. <laughs> you know, 50-50. Uh, okay. More or less. More or less. So-so. Any hick, you know, down me. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's what I thought. Damn fast rats. Yeah. Again, the DM rolls. Not too shabby on the initiative. Uh, I'll need to pull up. Raymond's. His name, Edmunds. Oh, there you are. Um, and initiative. Excellent. He got slow. All right, so yeah, I believe, Frey, if you want to go ahead and jump down there, since you kind of kicked this thing off. Mm-hmm. Although, it looks like, wow, the rats beat everybody. Yep. So once again, <laughs> this is kind of a repeat of uh, the goblin fight, where you run up, and then immediately the enemy all gets to act and come at you. Yeah, I'm standing on the table, by the way. That's what I did jump on, was the table. Okay. These appear to be pretty low tables, and these appear to be pretty large rats of unusual sizes. How about me? It's uh, combat music going. I don't know. Can we? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so these rats, uh, seeing this halfling drop down... Again to... Well, I mean, really, they saw a little shiny glass orb come yeah. down and land in the middle, ding, ding, ding. and then they just heard light. a kathunk, and then they just turn and look and just see this crazy little halfling right mm -hmm. there. Big old smile on her face. Yep. Will Got her. Come at me, bro, going. Gleefully swarm all over you. I can try. Only like two or three of them are going to be able to hit me. Rats. So one's already there. Three. Four. Um, one of them is actually going to come out and notice <laughs> that there's other people over here, too. And it will go ahead and run at uh, Thimbleweed there as well. Why me? What did I do? Hang on a minute. Did it enter this square right there? Uh, it did. That means I can attack it with opportunity. 
That's true. If you want to use your reaction. I will use my reaction. Save me! As it runs past. Oops, I don't know why that rolled with advantage, but... Uh, is not quite good enough. Yeah, you're still kind of settling yeah. yourself as you as you what I roll get onto I that. A, I roll a six. six. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I have to always remember my lucky. So. Uh, so we're gonna have three of them attack you, Frey. One of them is still kind of back there, crowded by the other rats. Seems okay. intent on this body. Um, however, they all have pack tactics. Okay. All gonna get advantage <laughs> on their attacks. Number one is going to attempt to bite at you. Alright, that hits. Whatevs. Pierces in. Number three. Chittering. Oh boy, these rats uh. are thirsty. <laughs> okay. Three. Sixteen. Alright. Yeah. Nah. Four. Okay. And then the one that made it back to Thimbleweed does not have pack, does not have an advantage. Will attempt to bite Thimbleweed and does anyway. Just comes at you viciously from around the corner, Thimbleweed. This fucking rat. There it is. Uh, for four piercing damage. All right. And this rat is probably close to your size, being a <laughs> and same with Frey. Like they're. I mean, they're small. Yes, they are indeed small. Him right in the eye, mm -hmm. just man to man. Yeah, and you hear their chittering, their horrible squealing noise, just bouncing, echoing off this these cavern walls. Uh, and then Frey, it is you. Okay. Uh, now this is when I wish I had multi attack, but I don't. So, but uh, I mean, in every other RPG, the barbarian always has a classic like whirlwind move and something. Exactly. You can do. <laughs> Uh, some kind of like super slash move. Um, I'm assuming that comes at level three. Oh, sure. how big do we think this uh this dungeon is, folks? Rat size. I only... <laughs> <laughs> I only have two rages, and I'm determining if I need to use one or not. <laughs> um. Well, from Thimbleweed's perspective, he's almost dead. So. Yeah. All right. Did you rage during the wolf fight? I did. It was one rage. My character sheet says I have two, but I take one off every time. So I hit the button. It takes it off. Alright, so I have one rage left. They don't come back in a short rest, do they? Uh... That's a good question. Nope, long rest. Long rest. Okay. When we get yeah. to that point, I have uh, new macros. Shout out to uh, Bully on Discord for walking my ass through like IT and helping me figure out all these cool macros that I've loaded up, oh. which you've probably seen in the chat log if you come to here and scroll Oh, up, I, that's what you were doing. Okay, yeah, I was touching yeah. a bunch of macro stuff. I don't know if all, right. all of them work exactly, but I know I, the short. I, I, there is now a button for short resting and long resting, which is pretty cool. Okay. So we'll go with number four. I'm not going to rage right now. Okay. Uh, Saving the rage, huh? Thimbleweed is raging in your stead. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I, I will recklessly attack, though. Ooh. Ooh. I get, they already have oh, advantage anyway with that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's perfect. So, that's, yeah, yeah that's I will a good point. I will recklessly attack. So that gives me advantage, too. That's a good point. So. 
Like, whoops. I forget. I'm playing this insanely unfair playing field the DM has laid out for us. <laughs> yes. I love a character that's going to jump in the middle of the action and then the DM rolls like the best initiative. <laughs> this is working out very nicely for me. All right. 19 for 11 damage. Uh, which one are you targeting? Number four. All right. How would you like to fucking destroy the shit out of that rat? She chops its head off and then turns to the other ones and say, Come on! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you murder the crap out of that one. And sadly, I still only have one attack, so. That was a good one, though. Uh, Mr. Weed. Um, what is. <laughs> Mr. Weed. D.W., come here. D.W. T-Dubs. No, never. That's my dad. That's a hard no. Let's see where the line's at. What's our game's rule on switching weapons from range to melee? I don't think we ever usually care. All right. Short sword. Yeah. yeah I, if people life. were really trying to be crazy about it, then maybe we'd have to come up with some thing for it. But otherwise, like, even yeah, a lot of the RPGs, like, you can have different weapons, uh, what do they call them, sets, where you can swap between them, like, yeah, instantly. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's usually how I'm fine. If people were trying campaigns. to do, like, four different setups, then I might be like, all right, fuck you. Can, get some I don't weapons. know, Kellenar had, like, three or four. Did you? He like, here's my <laughs> sledgehammer. Here's my sword. I here's remember my at one point you were asking me, like, where is he carrying all these weapons? Because <laughs> we don't give a shit on encumbrance, yeah. But yes, you can pull out whatever, whatever you want. I'm going to pull out my short sword of rat slaying, hopefully. Ooh. In the rat. Oh no! Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> the short sort of rat friendship. <laughs> rat friendship. <laughs> it's all the weed. It's, it's, it's a snatch that it zooms in on the sword, and that's what it says right along here. <laughs> I was picturing like a Looney Tunes thing, where it's just like a tongue that comes out and like licks the rat friendly. That's the wrong sword. Yeah, you're you're pretty scared about this rat that just came charging around the corner. Save me! <laughs> Giant though it is. It's all the weed, man. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's my turn, and <laughs> un unfortunately, uh, Celeste has been called upon baby duty. Oh. So she I don't know. will save you. Maybe. Oh, Maybe you don't have access to your. Do you have access to her sheet though? Oh, I, I hear I hear footsteps. Ah. If we wait <laughs> we need seconds. You to kill this. I... Oh, I see shadows. <laughs> and summons. This is, uh, this, is, this is Celeste waffling in the back. Like, what yeah. do I do? Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't have access to her character sheet. Uh, uh, we could hold yes, for right now, try to delay. Hold. Delay. Um, Raymond's not here, so we're gonna hold him as well. We're gonna try to go to Valravin. Oh no! Take a long That's... turn, sir. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can, I, don't. can I give like a full speech? <laughs> <laughs> You're gonna have yes. to. Five. 
moved about. This is as far as he's comfortable going. He can't see anyone but Frey, unfortunately. So he cannot help you, and he's not going anywhere co any closer to those rats. Yeah, well, you, you are rather not anyway. You are in an elevated <laughs> position where you are, so you're that little ridge I'm right here. Down. Yeah, yeah, you're looking down. Okay. All right. You just hear um, yelling at the rats. Come on! Okay. Uh. Though the diminutive barbarian was surrounded by rodent enemies. I offered she... no help. <laughs> I <offered her> no <laughs> help. I turned tail and ran. Her great slice against the rat that was clearly the leader inspired in her the will to excel in this combat. And Frey will get a bardic inspiration. Hey. Author's note. The rat was clearly the leader because if any mortal eyes were to settle on the remaining rats, they would see that their feeble, poor frames and matted, dour hair were not fit for leadership. <laughs> and it's going to finish mockery <laughs> number one. <laughs> it's a one because the rats can't understand you. <laughs> they can't understand it, so they know, yep. You still gotta make the, the roll, though. Which, and which... Honestly... Which one were you? Uh, I'm not sure white roll. Number one. It's the one closest to me. Once again, this is mockery. The, the, he takes one damage, but the important thing is he has disadvantage on his next attack. Okay. He's sufficiently disadvantaged. I'll put a sad face. Yeah. It's like sleepy face, but. All right. All right. One of the rats, his hackles go down a little bit. That's right. Droopy, I'm <laughs> uh, Rochelle's back, so we're gonna go back up to Celeste. You saw a giant rat uh, almost murder Thimbleweed, and then Thimbleweed. You must save me from the rats. Yes. And you are muted. <laughs> I cannot hear you. <laughs> I cannot hear you. Some spell must have overtaken your voice box. The comedic timing is less great then. So. <laughs> uh. Okay. So, all right. So. Stepped onto the rats. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> That's too far. Wait, but the rat I just stepped on is dead, right? Uh, yeah. dead no, there's a dead one underneath it. There's a dead one underneath it? Mm -hmm. It absorbed its corpse and became oh. super rats. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So, so Thimbleweed right here is you are about to die. Is that what's happening? I am more or less in the throes of death, yes. Yeah, I can barely see. There's like a... I can barely see. So I assume there's a rat right here, right? I can just see like the little number. But there's also a rat here. Um, um, would it help if I got rid of the body underneath? Yeah. Probably. Yes. You're making it confusing, dear. The number five here, and then I see. Is that up? 
Yes, because now okay. it's in a different place. But yes, that helps. All right. You guys already knew there was a body there, so I'm going to get rid of that body token. <laughs> but the bodies hit the floor. <laughs> okay. I will um, very bravely muster <laughs> all of my courage and strength to uh, whack this rat with my 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 mop. Mop of rat sling. <laughs> Is that what it says? Oh man, Chris, the chat has a bunch of better clips I saw for them. you. Yeah, I see like <laughs> the Yeah, yeah. Everybody they're all your choir. Say six right. Sixteen yeah. will hit a giant rat. Celeste, how would you like to destroy this rodent of an unusual size? Ooh, um, I would just like to bash it in the head and crush its skull. <laughs> you know, the normal <laughs> things. Just, just. I kill rats at home. <laughs> <laughs> By cornering them and then bashing their skull. <laughs> There's a rat in the house. I've got it. <laughs> We don't have rats in our home. Don't people think that? Actually, we did what, in our last what does that matter? Home. We actually did have rats in our last house. Everybody was like, hands in the hammer. Race, you gotta go bash those rats again. No, this is this is all her. She bashes the rats. Oh. That was her voice. When she when she gets into rat bashing mode, her voice becomes deeper than mine. Rat bashing mode. And yes, we had the one rat in our old house. Hi. And I wouldn't let Owen sleep in his own room. I was like, he needs to sleep in our room because it might get him. The rats <laughs> it might come through the ceiling. Okay. They visited uh, night. All right. <laughs> and I think I remember y'all telling us about that, too. Yeah. I thought it was a possum. Okay, right. it sounded really Ooh. big in the attic. And it turns out it was just a rat. Um, okay. Then I'm going to come forward... Uh, so can I go here? This isn't like a body under a rat, right? That is a that is a deceased rat that, that Frey has killed. Okay. I'm gonna bash number three. That is also a hit. Is this a... How, how are you attacking twice? Uh, it's... Might not know all the my... stuff. Furry, my my flurry. My furry. Of blows. <laughs> oh wait, wait, but it's supposed to be um, it's my uh, un unarmed attack. Blows, right? That's the second one. My unarmed attack. Oh, this uh, is the bonus action. When you wait, hold on. But there's also mm -hmm. the martial arts thing. When you, yeah, they, it's supposed to be an unarmed strike. So I, hold on. This, this is what it should be. Gotcha. Wow, did you just randomly roll the exact same Even attack? Even better, yeah, That's and then hilarious. better damage on. <laughs> Uh, are we targeting number one or number three? Number three. Okay. Well, I don't know. Which one's more damaged? Uh, number one looks sad. <laughs> <laughs> After it was viciously mocked. By I'll check. I'll it's check it's leadership skills were called into question. <laughs> oh, I just realized, though. Okay, wait, wait. So if I... 
if I run away, because I have with my mobile feet, anything I melee attack doesn't get an attack of opportunity, but both one and three could potentially attack me if I ran away, right? Uh, like if I tried to... Oh, it's only that one that you attacked can't, can't do attack on you? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so I'll attack number one okay. then, uh, and, and I'll just stay here. Uh, that was... I think number three would... You, you come up and punch that rat across the jaw, and it's feeling so sad that it just crumples to the ground in death. Yeah, good. <laughs> it, 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 like, hands you the gun, just put it up to my head, please. <laughs> Do it! Do it! Be yeah. out of my misery. Then you just punch the gun into his skull. Um, Edmund is unfortunately probably one of the more complicated characters, but let's have him cast a cantrip, maybe? The magic stone? I Sounds think. great. That sound good? Okay. Yep. Uh, I love it. 13 does hit a rat for four nice. damage to this rat Perfect. down here. Good job, Edmund. Um, the rats screaming and squealing. You notice um, several regular-sized rats coming out of the walls around you. Um, the good news is they are regular-sized. The bad news is they begin to swarm into a swarm of rats. They become a transformer rat? Yeah, <laughs> a gestalt rat form. Uh, and they begin swarming, let's say, here. Plus, whenever you, like, killed that rat, like, Freya was just all excited and things like that. So she's trying to, like, pump you up to be super happy about what you did. Um, so I'm, look at these initiative rolls. Oh, hey, how's this one here? From uh, around in these little crevices within the caves, these rats just come pouring in as these giant ones begin crying out. Oh, sounds like our old house. <laughs> Somebody should really have, plug those fucking holes up. We have an exterminator for that. <laughs> um. Wow, I rolled a 20, and they're still going third in this initiative order. Uh, that takes us back to the top. We've got two giant rats left. Cray's still just yelling at them. Yeah, we're going to have one go like, after... Cray Cray yelling at them. <laughs> One go after Frey. And even with its back tactics, it's not gonna find. It's, it's scared now. It's getting a little frightened. Uh, and then against Celeste. 19. Believe will hit the monk. It will. Five piercing damage. That rodent gets around your arm or leg. Scree! Uh, Frey. Just does like wonderful little battle cry at number two. Just, ah! Why am I doing? That? Why is it keep going to advantage? Oh, because I'm. You have advantage though, though. Yeah, I'm attacking recklessly. So thirteen. Uh, thirteen does it. You feel like your recklessness helped give you the edge. <laughs> <laughs> For ten. And you uh, also slaughter into this rat. It, it's just like one of those like frenzied like hacking ah, ah, ah. away, blood spurting up everywhere. Celeste is getting real nasty up here. 
He went next to the yeah. very messy barbarian. Uh, the swarm. This fans, whenever they watch that shit, and they're like, oh, hell no. Oh, no. We've made a terrible choice. Uh, the swarm will attempt to swarm all over uh, Celeste. As it literally, like, moves into your space and just, like, runs up legs and things. Wow. Fights. Oh my goodness. Oh, wow. God, I rolled super max damage. Complete oh, max no. damage for this one. They're in every orifice with that. <laughs> <laughs> Just rats everywhere. Rats for this days. This is that Game of Thrones scene with the bucket and the rat in the inside uh, of it. Yeah. Awful. So this is down? Yeah. Oh, no. Are you really? Oh my gosh. Well, well, yeah. I just took five. Yeah, yeah. Seventeen is certainly. Oh wait, yeah. don't I, I have? Do, do I have a? Oh, thing? you got your relentless uh, endurance though, right? I have a thing, right? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I can drop to one hit point instead. <laughs> All right, nice. I'm relentlessly enduring. Relentlessly enduring. Our first down state of the campaign, session three. Or no, technically not down state because you got relentless yeah. endurance. Yeah. Technically not. <laughs> Oof. That is a nasty swarm. Almost. I, I got a 19 yeah. on the attack roll, too. Think about how fucking awful it'll be with the grids. Yes. Uh, so you just you just instantly go to one? Is that how it works instead of zero? Go to one. Okay. Yep, and I can't use this again until I finish the long grass. All right. Thimbleweed. Thank you for avenging me. Now I'll avenge you, and your death shall be known throughout the cave of rats. Rat cave of rats. No farther. No farther. All right, I'll take the rat swarm. This time, I'll use my short bow of rat death. <laughs> uh, that is a good enough hit to hit a good. What am I trying to say? Yes, you can hit a rat. Are you are you aiming for the swarms or the giant rat beyond? Uh, the swarms. All right. Uh, yes, you can hit the swarms. It's obviously hard to you know, especially with a bow, like it's probably just piercing a. If you're lucky, a couple rat. rats. Yeah. Yeah. A skewer going. Yeah, I'm a trying kebab. to get the skewer. <laughs> um. Once. Hold up. Oh. Hold up. Holding. Let's see. All right, once per turn, when you hit a creature with an attack that deals piercing damage, you can re-roll one of the attack's damage dice and must use a new roll. Yeah. Gotta be right. better than that. Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> or maybe it doesn't, actually. All right, it's five damage. All right. You note that, that it's hard to kill, or hard to target too many rats with these attacks. Alright, and you, also... Yes. I have a mystical bond with nature to mark the target as my favorite enemy for one minute. <laughs> I hate rats so much. Yep. Much. Alright. Rats are my favorite foe now. <laughs> Alright, what, what does that do? Uh, on my next turn, I do an extra 1d4 damage. Okay. 
Uh, can you keep track of that, or should I mark these rats in some way? Um. So the first time I hit the favorite enemy, deal damage to it. Oh, including when I mark it. Oh, I could have done it right then. Okay, you can do it. That's okay. fine. I do an extra 1d4 damage. Go for it. So that, is that just a single favorite enemy then? I think it's all of them. Or just all rats. For... All rats that ever were and ever will be. Yeah. I don't know. I don't. This is the Tasha's Ranger thing. Yeah, I'll, I'll look, look it up more yeah. during this turn. But yeah, I'll do an extra 1d4 damage this okay. uh, round. Maybe somebody in the chat. Four! There you go. Nice, Your man. hatred is greater. Well, actually about the same, but. All right, uh, Celeste. Bob's for everyone. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Hmm. This is not a great position for Celeste. <laughs> Surrounded by rats? It's yeah, it's not awesome. Okay, wait. So how has has? To be fair, giant... she's she's covered in a little bit of blood too. Yeah, it's all it's bad all around. Has number three been hit at all? You don't see any injuries on that particular giant rat. The last one alive looks like. Cool. Cool. It says cool, the cool. target, so I'm guessing just the swarm of rats. Okay. Is my favorite Specifically, foe. your favorite foe. All of those rats in that one space are my favorite foe. I hate them all! <laughs> it's a collective. Right, I got this. So, I am going to, uh, in a sort of panicked state, just kind of like, just swipe at the giant rat number three and just like, Ah, and then run away, which I'll explain how I'm going to do without an attack of opportunity in a second. <laughs> um, all right. So that's for number three. Hey. Going to hit. For four damage. All right. That is not going to kill that rat, but you do clock it across oh, really? the okay. snout. Yeah. <laughs> and then I'm going to run away. So I'm going to spend a key point to use step of the wind all right so because of my mobile feet number three cannot attack me okay and then i'm going to spend a key point as a bonus action uh that's the wrong thing sorry <laughs> this still wrong this <laughs> one. you're getting there <laughs> Still learning my character You're explaining right. things just dumping all of your papers across my desk. <laughs> it's in here somewhere, I promise. <laughs> okay. So um so I can it's all in like the mop bristles. Yes. It's in here somewhere. So I can disengage. Yes. And run your away. Jump distance is doubled apparently. And hide. Yes, and then I jump first. Very oh, high just because I can. Did, did you okay. Did you run <laughs> you ran deeper into the into the dungeon? Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no indeed <laughs> well uh, she couldn't like like run past the other way because there was a swarm of rats there true that however uh as you are running through this hallway first of all you recall that this hallway was this area was filthy with traps so as you run through uh this hallway carefully looking back to making sure you're disengaging from the wraps uh, from the rats 
your foot snaps into a top wire on the ground and you look up in time to see a a wooden beam splinter apart and dozens of large rocks come tumbling down. I'm going to need a dexterity yeah. saving throw, please. Now I'm going to... That's a 15. 15. Well, the good news is you take half that damage. The bad news is I think that's going to down you. <laughs> <laughs> One solid rock right to the so You see Celeste very uh, strategically. That was a good, yeah, a good story arc for Celeste. <laughs> <laughs> she came. She tried. An artist. Yeah, welcome to the game, Raymond. We're all looking at a TPK at this point. <laughs> yeah. You see, you guys see Celeste run into the darkened tunnel. All of a sudden, this just horrible collapsing sound. And what do you do? You give like a squeak of surprise or a yell or anything? There's a squeak. I like that. There's a squeak, a little yelp, and then just you see rocks come tumbling. Not like it's gonna block the tunnel or anything, but just a couple large rocks come flying down at her. We just assume it's more rats. Yeah, more rats. Uh, so that is our first downed PC of the mm. campaign so far. Uh, then we go to Edmund. Uh, uh, Raymond, by the way, welcome. Um, Hello! This is round... And welcome! This is round two of the Rat Bash. Uh, in round one, you threw a magic stone cantrip and killed one of the rats. And then you've pretty much seen everything else, I think. Planning to do that again. Uh, so I'm going to take number two stone. And just throw it at uh, rat number one. Okay, the swarm. Ah, it's not the right button. There you go. Really? Ooh, a nine, huh? No. You know, when I did it, I did a lot better. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. Maybe you can play my character. <laughs> um, I don't have any bardic inspiration or anything, right? No, I do. All right, inspiration. I'm using it. Ah, right, inspiration. Stone. So, this is still stone number two, right? Yes. Yeah, I only did the one, yeah. Ooh. Ooh, that's a crit. Good use of inspiration. Yes, yes it was. 13 damage to rat number one. Wow. The stone explodes as it hits him. Okay. Shrapnel stone. Yeah. It's still alive. Uh, it is. Your stone, even though it's magical, is still doing um, bludgeoning damage, and when you crash into them, like, several... I mean, it's a swarm of rats, so you're killing a lot of the rats, but the swarm still exists. However, you think you have taken out more than half of the rats in the swarm at this point, between um, the various attacks all of you have done. Man, my rogue could have killed them with a crit. I don't know, level 2 rogue, you're only doing like the 1d6, but yeah, it probably would help. That's the end of my turn. Alright, Valravan. You probably had the best vantage point of seeing Austin. Well, I can't. Let's see, what did you see? Saw yeah, her you, run you, down. you saw. Yeah, you saw Celeste run down. You definitely. From your point, it probably happened like right here at the edge of your vision. Yeah. Where you saw, in fact, saw I'm gonna, I'm gonna stop her right the, here. Yeah. Run down the hallway and then just a cloud of rocks. Yes, a cloud of rocks. She made a noise, and in fact, you could probably even still see her body in the right, right at the edge of your vision. Okay. Um. Well, our oven doesn't want to get in the middle of rats, but the story calls for it. Uh. So he is going to move a little closer. He's gonna move here. 
This is your heroic run moment. through the, the rats. Are you are you gently you... sliding down the ridge and running past? Or are you doing any kind of cool like uh, hero maneuvers? Probably stumbling, like like just like <laughs> on, on hands and, and feet, just sort of like like the awkwardly going down a slope sort of thing. <laughs> yeah. He does he's not, these, these athletic endeavors are not his uh forte. Mm-hmm. Um and he will try to gingerly he, he's like like almost like on tippy toe as he as he goes past the swarm of rats, just like he doesn't want to get, get too close to him. Yeah. And he moves to the other side. Uh and he looks down at uh Celeste. And he begins writing, and he says, uh, Celeste, the slayer of rats, who, in a moment of triumph, attempted to reposition herself to better aid in the fight, was felled by one of the dastardly traps in this foul mine. And yet, as her dazed form lay on the ground, her eyes blinked. Opened, dust flew up, and she rose from the ground. Eyes from your babe. That's right. <clears throat> and she will get eight HP. Wow, that was a good healing word. That was a good healing word. Max healing word. Like half, half my hit points. <laughs> <laughs> and I think I've got it set up where it it might automatically deduct your spell slots. It says double... it did. Yeah. It says spell slot level one, one of three remaining. Yeah. Um, and then when you rest, it should replenish them as well. Um, oh, no. So... Yeah. You're going you're gonna, to you're gonna keep track of our spell <laughs> <laughs> Oh, no. We're being micromanaged. Celeste, as you come to, I do need you to make a con saving throw to see if you suffer from a lingering injury, however. You do suffer from a lingering injury. Hold on, I have inspiration. Oh. Good use of inspiration. Oh. 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 <laughs> <laughs> do you have any bardic inspiration? Okay, so I actually had no. it checked at the beginning of my thing. Like, I had a, a slot in the character sheet, but I'm not oh. sure if I kept that up to date. I, you know what? I gave it to I, you. I have no, you gave it to me at some point, but I have no idea if it. It's probably during the wolf fight. Yeah, but we took a short rest between. I think I think it lasts. Yeah, that's like ten minutes. minutes. That's yeah, it's ten I felt, minutes. I felt yeah. like it I, I'll it. I'll give it to you. <laughs> okay, great. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> can we'll can, can Reese DM the next campaign? <laughs> I like your style. You know what? No, once, I don't give it. Once to he you. gets in this chair, it, it changes you forever. <laughs> <laughs> it is straight up dark side. Um, you're you're dead now. You're dead now forever. <laughs> And then it doesn't matter if he goes back to being a player because then it's still he's on the wrong team because he's no, helping out the DM. So can you can you see the massive damage uh, table in the macro section? Or sorry, not massive damage. What am I thinking of? Um, lingering injury. Did Eric make a lingering injury table? You did not. I don't see one. I might not. Did, have. Eric do did he do? I that? will. I will instead take a ten GP gem. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I think that's fair. He didn't so. do the work that he was supposed to do. You get a gem for a reward there's on that. There's too many tables. Uh, so you're gray with there's, a gem. There's too many tables. All right, uh, you get to give me... Don't do what DM Eric didn't do. Roll me a 1d20, please. It's still on the thing. I'll post it in the... Oh, Whoops. Oh, the swarm oh, of rats Jesus. tell you all the things that happen. We uh, know all. 
Number two, you have a crippled limb. You can choose between your Ooh, arm or your leg. Ooh. Uh, That's great for a monk. That's real bad. Yeah. <laughs> arm, you can't you can't wield your weapon mop two-handed if you if you injure your arm. Disadvantage of some strength saving throws. Leg, your speed is halved. You can't take the dash action. You have disadvantage oh. to most dex ability checks and saving throws. Eesh. Yeah. I would just roll in your character. Say it again. But hey, it's your yeah. choice. Arm or leg. <laughs> arm or leg. I can't. I can't arm hear you. Arm or yeah. leg. <laughs> I'm. I'm going arm. Arm. I said arm. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Yeah. I, 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 I heard you. There was a weird silence, and I was like, <laughs> I, I, I did not. I didn't hear. Oh no. I heard you from upstairs. All right. Yeah. You. The rocks have that injured your arm. I've been with you quite a bit. I hear from downstairs. I hear him doing the voice, and so I just hear like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't come through Discord. I hear it too with Eric. I can hear it too. It's whenever he's doing some of the the stuff. Yeah. Anyway, yes, I choose arm. I choose arm. Okay. I All right. choose you, arm. So go. That... <laughs> it's just hanging limp and out. All right, that was Val Ruffin's turn, I believe. Uh, yes, but he's going to end his turn um, by turning to the rat next to him and and looking it dead in the eye and saying, though... That was a bonus action. Monks, am I right? The most... <laughs> hand, though the most handsome elf the rat had ever seen came within biting distance, the rat knew he could not bite Presumptuous of such you. a being so superior to him, for its teeth were dull and yellow. And he's going to officiously mock the rat. Oh man, my brain went. I thought he said handsome rat. Like, that's weird. <laughs> that's a weird that's thing. Really that's a weird thing. Uh, this is the giant rat. Yep. That giant rat is sufficiently viciously mocked. Alright. One damage. So sad. Uh. That is Valrovin's turn. Okay. Uh, back at the top, the giant rat no longer has pack tactics, and it is now saddened, but it will very sadly attempt to bite you, Valrovin, since it is very upset at you viciously mocking it. I don't think it understands. With disadvantage. How does God a 15 it. with God disadvantage sound? It's going to get its sweet rat vengeance upon you. Yeah, it is. Uh, were not dull and yellow. No, they were uh, sharp and yellow. Sharp and yellow. <laughs> All right, four, four damage. damage. All right, Frey. He appreciates you noticing how yellow his teeth are. <laughs> yeah, he worked hard on his yellow teeth. <laughs> he drank lots of coffee. Flashback to that giant rat this morning, like just <laughs> philosophers, jumpers. Gonna eat me an elf tonight. <laughs> Can I stand here? Yes. Okay. Okay, there I can get an attack of opportunity on me if it wants. It will. Does it still have uh, disadvantage, Chris? How does that work? It's the, For the end of it, your uh, turn. On the next attack roll it makes before the end of its next turn. So it already made an attack roll. If oh, this so was the first attack roll it made, then yes, it would have disadvantage, but So it's over after it after it already attacked? It only gets one attack with disadvantage, yeah. Gotcha. Jeez. 
Okay. Fucking rat is pissed off, Frey. Rat, yeah. <laughs> Jesus okay. Christ. Alright. So with advantage on the swarm. There you go. Yeah, it's certainly eating a swarm. Smash that rat. Yeah. Frey, you uh scatter enough of these rats where there's just a few it basically is downgraded from swarm to just a few rats like skittering about and they appear to start just skittering back in all directions she's stamping her rats. foot <laughs> like she is stomping her foot trying to squish them okay. as they're like running in different directions to everyone else it looks like she's dancing but she is literally just trying to squish them <laughs> just blood bursting up mm -hmm. she'll get a couple here and there they'll just hear she just Puffs of red mist everywhere. The <laughs> new oh. <laughs> smash, smash, smash. Uh, this is like when I worked at the winery. Frey, <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can have a point of inspiration for that bout of violence. As you <laughs> smash all these poor little rats. Uh, Alright, the swarm is deceased, so we go to Thimbleweed. There's only one giant rat remaining. Alright, then one giant rat he shall aim at. With his one giant short bow. Uh. Oh, Thimbleweed. <laughs> oh, Thimbleweed. <laughs> Sinks into Celeste's other arm. <laughs> uh, Celeste. This, this arrow had a rat tooth for an arrowhead for some reason. <laughs> Okay. Celeste will uh, slowly inch forward. Pick yourself up. With her one arm, she'll <laughs> lunge at the remaining rat. That's solid. That yes. Now that you're now you see Celeste having to literally wield that mop that mop, that mop with one hand as the other one hangs limply. We're not getting no Cardi B up in here. No WAP for you. <laughs> oh, okay. Celeste, you get your sweet, sweet revenge on this rat, however, as you come back with a furious vengeance and crack it right across the head. That appears to be the end of the rats. Lord. We all sit down and go, ow, 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 yeah, ow. Yeah, we all just slumped down. That was that, that was, was rough. My pride has taken many hits this round. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I would uh, like to tend to my wounds soon. <laughs> uh, perhaps we ought to, uh, yes, take a moment to reconnoiter and... Address ourselves before continuing onward. Uh, Celeste is just standing in place and shivering and shaking and like traumatized. Ball Robin actually prepared for this. He will <laughs> walk up to Celeste. Give the opposite oh, of vicious mockery. No, he'll walk up. To, oh, dear girl. Don't worry. I know this was. A highly stressful situation. Here you go. He'll pull a flask out of his <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh, he's an enabler. Oh no! 
That's what makes the pain alcoholic go away. <laughs> Calm your nerves, dear. Uh, she'll she'll take a nap and a, a nap a nip and and just say, um, oh, oh, Val Robin, I I just I I don't know. I feel like I literally died. Did I actually die? Did you bring me back from the dead? I just. Thank you so much. I, I'm so sorry for the mess I left back there. I have to go clean it now. And she's going to start running back into this. Uh, <laughs> what did we learn? <laughs> <laughs> because she has to clean. Um. Yeah. Valravin will pull her back and do the same trick he did before. Well, he's just sort of casting prestidigitation in the general area of where she's at. <laughs> We're all right, my dear girl. We're going to uh, rest a bit, and I suppose technically you died for a moment, but you'll rest assured, as long as I am by your side, you will never stay that way for long. Oh, thank you. I feel, I feel so much better. And now I'm, I'm never, um, I'm never gonna, I'm never gonna, um, fight again. And I'm just gonna have to, um, I have to go home. I'm gonna have to go home. Yes, dear. <laughs> we'll take you home right after the Red King. <laughs> Please do not go home. We need your swarthy fists for reckoning against the rats. Give me fist. <laughs> it's fist for now. Uh, Vol- My apologies. Yes, that was very uh, rude of me. Well, Robin and Celeste, you can both have inspiration for that little moment. That was very nice. Um. Within this room, obviously, there's tons of rat bodies, but you notice what they were initially um, there for. They were swarming around. What now you can see is the dead body of a cobalt on the floor. Our job is done for us. That's right. <laughs> Which, if you all want, you you, you can uh, short rest here as well, if that's what you're asking me. Yes. Which, if you would like to do that. So tell me, if you click on your token, do you see the short rest... I do. Button pop up. Um, I don't. So what it does is basically it's it's not gonna roll your hit oh, dice. Oh, I see. It's not gonna roll your hit dice for you, <laughs> but it will regain. So for like for Celeste, it'll automatically give her the key points back. And if you had any short rest stuff, it'll automatically refill them. Um, the funny the funny thing is it it will it will look at your hit points and say you should probably roll some hit dice. <laughs> Consider rethinking your life <laughs> Oh no, you're in bad shape, sir. You need to heal up immediately. Uh, consider using Song of Rest. All right. There you um, go. That's, <laughs> yeah. I was about to ask, do you have a Song of Rest thing going? Fancy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He has a fable he will tell about something about rats in caves. There must be some... D6. D6. I think Ed oh, was the whoops. only one that didn't get touched in that fight. What? Oh, he rolled. Okay, I'm down one hit point. It still wants me to use a hit dice. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Consider using. <laughs> I know. When would you not? I guess you had to be at full health. Yes. Well, I only got two, so I, I guess it's, it's if you think you're going to take another short rest at some point and get more more value out of it. Yeah. Lord. It's a hell of a hit die. Yeah, fucking barbarians are D12s over here. Oh, I'm good. Points. Fully healed. Oh. 
Yeah, you'll spend an hour in this room of dead rat bodies. Um, but no dangers. You don't hear any, you know, voices or anything like that. It's, it seems pretty quiet from this uh, particular area. I suggest we proceed onward, examining for traps. I Indeed! Have, I do have danger sense. That makes you the perfect person to be right out front. You sense danger everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you want, you all can inspect that body as well. Oh, yeah, the cobalt? Yeah. <clears throat> sure. Right. Oops. I'm gonna pick up my little pebble. Oh, shoot, yeah. Um... I'll kick the bodies off of it. Pick up my little pebble. Okay, that's Edmund's thing. That uh, do we need to investigate the body, or what do we roll? Uh, you could do a medicine check. Determine ah, the cause of death. Even better. Stuff. Perfect. <laughs> I'll go back to my hole. <laughs> says he's, he's dead, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> We're all just poking and prodding <laughs> at this thing. That's right, yeah. we're all just... <laughs> uh, Celeste, you may have uh, have perhaps watched um, the monks at your monastery perform some uh, medical services. You know, maybe when you were cleaning and you were really paying attention. And uh, so you're able to actually examine this body pretty well. Uh, obviously, it is a kobold. It is dead. <laughs> um... You notice that it's uh, missing an arm. Yeah, the arm has apparently hey. been violently ripped off. That didn't uh, do it. You notice that it has what look like to you rope burns around its body. And you also notice that its head has been just violently like, ripped into or torn into. And there's just chunks of brain and skull missing. So we're about to watch Celeste pass out. Basically, yeah. everything that you see tells you that a rat probably did not do this. Um, I don't know what did this, but it looks really bad, and I really think we should turn around. Ah, the fun is just beginning. Let's go. You're safe with us, my dear. This, this, <laughs> my arm begs to differ. <laughs> Good point. As <laughs> well, we'll get that fixed. Uh, I use my little trinket I got at the beginning, a ripped cloth sail with a symbol on it, and turn it into a sling. Oh, for Celeste? Yes. Aww. Yeah, your arm That's looks nice. disgusting. Put this in. <laughs> <laughs> That's... All right, fine. You're, you're gonna have inspiration for that. That's cute. <laughs> that was that was sweet. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully that symbol doesn't mean anything, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll walk into town and somebody will point that. Kill her. She's yeah. got the sail. <laughs> That's our symbol. All right, let's uh, continue on. Yeah, Frey, you can move forward. I, I would say you, you you also are the prime candidate to go in for, uh, front because you also still have uh, inspiration. 
Mm-hmm. So if you do trigger a trap, you might be able to dodge it better. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? How long does Bardic yeah. Inspiration last? Ten minutes. You guys just short rested, remember? Oh, yeah. shit. That's fine. You should run real fast. <laughs> My danger sense gives me advantage on dexterity saving throws against okay. like effects and traps and spells and all that. So Yeah. Yeah, so oh. you stay in the back. When you go through this tunnel, uh, you can see the... Now you see the, the trap that Celeste had triggered was a pretty crude wire that was hooked up to a little beam, and that beam kind of gave way and just threw a bunch of rocks down in this area. Which you all can. That's right in this around. beginning, beginning part right of this. Right in the tunnel. middle of this tight hallway. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yep. Just scramble over all the rocks. Yep. Yeah, the disadvantage of putting uh, Frey in front is that she only sees ten feet in front of her. <laughs> uh. Not the dark vision. Mm-hmm. Um, when you round the corner. You see wooden planks and struts forming a walkway along the wall of a seemingly bottomless vertical shaft. Just, you can feel like kind of the, that, you know, feeling when you enter a, a larger cave and kind of feel the air moving around more. Mm. Okay. She probably doesn't like that because she likes being on terra firma. Um. <laughs> So if any of y'all, you just like you'll see her tense as she takes a tentative step onto the to the the crosswalk area. Okay. And then she'll give it a little jump to make sure it holds. Okay. But again, remember she is small. She's small. Yeah, nothing happens uh, when you take a step onto the walkway. But again, this you can't see beyond. It's just this this right here. It just plunges into darkness. You do hear the sound of uh, running water. Okay. Blow it blow, down there? It, it, you can give me a perception check if you're trying to figure out. It's I'm, kinda, I'm not, I'm not any, okay, yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll try a perception check. Okay. You can only see 10 feet. Yeah. This is hearing. Hear this is water. about hearing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hearing. That's what I was trying to describe. Yeah, you can't, can't see beyond 10 feet, yeah. I, there's water. There's yeah, there's water. there's yeah, running yeah. water somewhere. Yeah. All right, so she'll just keep going along the little path I can here. Check how sturdy this platform is as Frey is jumping on it. Sure. Yeah. Give me a. Uh, you can you add do... your own weight, but like very carefully. Looks at it. Yeah. Uh, you give so me if a it falls, It'll just be her. Give me a perception or investigation check, uh, Edmund. Frey, you take another step, and it appears to be fine for you. Okay. Sixteen. Okay. Um, from your vantage point, everything looks to be pretty solid. Step on behind Frey. Okay. I would say that gives you like a uh, a Q and A of like the first half from basically where you were. big cavern <laughs> yeah so some of you with dark vision are now entering this area um so thimbleweed what you can see with your dark vision is you see that this chasm isn't quite as long across um you know maybe what is that 5 10 15 15 to 20 feet uh width 
And at the other end of pretty much the opposite end of where you came in, you see another tiny, smaller cave opening with just water rushing out, down, plunging into the depths. And the only other thing you see is that this walkway kind of curls around this south end. There seems to be a lot of wasted potential here with this waterfall and no water wheel. I think if we put our heads together, we could create one right here using parts of these platforms, uh, bones from the rats. Excellent idea. But what would we power? Uh, uh, you wanted to make a water wheel. I don't know. <laughs> Take that far ahead. I mean, I'm sure we could install lights throughout this whole cavern, brighten it up a little bit. Adding a nice sconce, perhaps? Yeah, yeah, powered by water. <laughs> this shall be our home. <laughs> Already decorated. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. It's rat-free. Uh, Frey, the, rat the walkway is still, still holding beneath your feet. Okay. I'm just going to keep going. Yep. Ooh, uh, you, see the, you see the walkway, uh, the wooden walkway finally ends at a uh, cave opening to your southeast. Mm-hmm. Going in. Okay. Um. And how, how stable is this walkway looking with everyone on it? Yeah, uh, if, if somebody, well, Edmund did a, it a did a check from the beginning, and it looked pretty good from there. So if you want to give me another one, uh, Edmund, for the like second half of the walkway, basically, you saw Frey go across fine, but she's also very small. <laughs> I mean, just like checking overall as the rest of us are standing on it, right? You're just kind of checking the like structural integrity of everything. Um, you know, kind of. I are you even trying to like? look around at the bottom and make sure, because that's kind of where the supports are. Yeah, yeah, just checking, like, um, how secure the, the boards are stuck together and how it sways and stuff like that. Yeah, you get uh, you have to get pretty close because of your, uh, you know, limited sight. But uh, when you make this roll and you look over, you see about 10 feet in front of you that the beams have been, uh, with that roll, you see they've been cut and looks like uh, they might not hold up to a bigger person's weight. Um, Specifically, my vision's in this, uh, the the not the square in front of you, but the one in front of that. Okay. Um, like somewhere here. Yes. That's where you, when you look, yeah, when you look around, you see just barely at the edge of your, like, kind of sight radius with your magic stone, you see it looks like somebody has actually worked and cut the support beams right there. And it looks like that this area might give way if it had more weight on it. Take a five feet, uh, more feet and be okay still? Yes, you're okay right there. Now that I can see a little further, I can't tell, like, is it jumpable? Could I just jump over and the other side looks okay? Yes. Okay. Um, he says, oh, clever, clever, another trap. He looks back at the guys behind me. See right here? Is no. it? Oh. <laughs> um, 
I attract gonna... animals, not traps. <laughs> yeah, yeah, at one point you see Edmund just holding his like head around the edge, like looking and inspecting. <laughs> All right, fine. He's just gonna like smash the the broken part intentionally. Um, Wait a second, I could have walked across that. I don't know if you'd be able to read because it's it's like the 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 beams kind of underneath oh, the underneath. yeah. Got you. Um, I mean, if you tried to do some kind of thing, you could probably try and intentionally collapse it if you wanted to, but it wouldn't be like right. something you could just reach over and grab. Yeah, like what if I like stomped? I'm going to jump across firstly. Okay. Um, and then like, can I stomp on the the piece above to make it collapse? Uh, you think you could be very like obviously put most of your like not jump onto it, but just try to put like a foot onto it to try to make it break. Why are you trying to do this? I can walk across first. <laughs> yeah. I can show you where the broken beam is. <laughs> I don't care. I'm light. It's confirmation. There are people behind you. That need Let to know. the two people behind me worry about this. <laughs> I'm light. Look, the rest is stable. I'm sure of it from my scientific perspective. And he just smashes on the broken part. Okay. Uh, yeah, you do that. And uh, sure enough... Because you were able to kind of see and do a lot of inspection work, you're you're pretty careful about staying out of the way. Um, but yeah, I put a little red square there where now these this walkway kind of splinters apart. It it cracks for a second. It takes a couple stomps, like stomp, 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 because you're not putting your whole you know weight on there. And it finally starts cracking, splintering, and then eventually, all of a sudden, you almost have to jerk yourself back because the whole thing just gives way, just like disintegrates. And that just becomes a little hole right there. Now you see. Nothing, because you can't see that far. It just appears to fall into darkness. Look, this hole <laughs> was a trap. Don't fall in. And he proceeds to follow Frey. Um, and Frey, around the corner, what you see... Assuming you can see that far. Eh, just about. Um, you see what looks like a wooden pulley system has been constructed around a large hole in the floor. A bucket big enough to hold a humanoid is held up by a thick rope. Three alcoves next to the lift contain wooden bear, wooden boards and mining equipment. Elevator. All right, she'll literally go in here again, tentatively. Okay. Yep, you see a bucket that looks like it could. Um, it, it's big enough to hold a medium-sized person. And you see that there's a, a pulley to the side, but also just on the bucket itself. Does it look like it goes up or down? It looks like it goes down. Thank you. <laughs> Put a hole there. Put a hole there. Okay. So <laughs> it's just like, goddamn it. <laughs> If she sees that, she'll turn and where are the others? Back here, my dear girl. Hurry up. Oh, it's come to you then. There seems to be a hole in our path. I believe five, a five foot hole, we can all just hop across it, right? I don't. I, I don't think oh, that's... look at you, Mr. Tall Person. <laughs> Jumping across your five-foot path with no problem. It's just like the tall ones to forget. 
How far you can jump? How far I don't can I... know. Probably five <laughs> feet. <laughs> All right. I guess I'll jump across. I do like cars, Edmund. <laughs> Yeah, good thing. I'll just sort of try to daintily just hop across this hole. Daintily hop. <laughs> daintily. Stop. Yeah. Francis across. It, yeah. It's super it's weird. Dainty. It makes everybody uncomfortable. That's right. <laughs> because there's no way to dainty here. jump five feet across a chasm. It's just yeah. you can like like point your foot forward, your toes forward as you do it. If you do it like a trained like a ballet dancer, then yeah, you probably could do a yeah. pretty cool like jump. I don't think yeah, Varana probably I'm... jumps like that. Ah, it's more like you're with the arms when you jump. I don't know. I think Val Robin probably was classically trained as a ballet dancer. With... Yeah, he's playing some dancing. Yeah, he yeah. just rips off his pants and his tights underneath. His like leg muscles just bulge. Pants are so tight. Uh, Celeste will also jump across, but it's much less graceful as she only has one good arm to oh. balance with. Yes, thankfully this is a... Uh, five feet is actually trivial for a D&D adventurer, so <laughs> none of you have to worry about that. Um, those of you... Is anybody looking down the hole at all? Or are we just no. jumping across? I, mean, okay. I, I, I feel like I would have whenever I hopped over at least. Like nah. just okay. Uh, with your dark vision, you did you you did notice another walkway, um, some distance beneath you. Oh, okay. Some distance within sixty feet, at least. Within sixty feet, yes. Okay. It was difficult to tell. It didn't okay. look like a one you wanted to fall down into, but you did notice there was a at least a what looked like a similar kind of walkway down there. Gotcha. All right, I'll pass it. I'll tell everybody what, what, what I saw. Well, if we want to investigate, I have a way to get down there safely. We're going to an elevator right now. Is that what's happening? <laughs> I, I wasn't. Valrov's not too clear on what's happening. He's just following <laughs> the the train. Yeah. Well, maybe Valrovin should go down that thing he saw and leave <laughs> maybe us he all should fun. go first. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. volunteered to go first. Yes. I'm quite happy at my place in the middle. He chose to learn more about things than the rest of the party. He can go jump off the cliff himself. <laughs> I mean, it is only fair to make up for assuming that we could jump five feet. Yeah. Knowledge will only kill this party. <laughs> it's not in sheer endurance. <laughs> All right, so yeah, Frey has found a bucket over a hole. She's going to hold big, the door open for Valravin. How big is the bucket and how big is the hole? <laughs> I was hoping you would ask me that. <laughs> <laughs> the bucket is large enough to fit one a... One bucket, one Valravin. The bucket is big enough to hold a medium-sized person. Um, and the hole is big enough to accommodate the bucket. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, 
in theory, could Frey and Nimbleweed fit in the bucket at the same time? It's something I you mean, could test, but you do think the two that of us do make one if, medium-sized person. Exactly. If you stacked on top of each other, you would be a medium-sized person. So yes, also, in theory. Does, does it, does Only it if you look... have a trench coat around you, though. <laughs> <laughs> you get trench coats. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the bucket. You yeah. turn the bucket. It says "No shorties" written on it, just in a very <laughs> rude, discriminatory way. And um, we need, need to combine to become like Mr. Adult Man. And that's just, just walking down. I the am a who man. Um, it, can I get a rock and uh, drop it down the hole and see how long it takes to fall? Sure. Uh, uh, I'm going to look for the biggest rock that fits through the hole. Okay. You find, yeah, there's rocks everywhere. <laughs> Uh, you cannot see down there with your 10-foot vision, but you drop the rock, and almost as soon as it leaves your vision, you hear it hit the bottom. It's not, not that, that far. far. Okay, is this a whisper thing you sent me? Because I just saw it. What are you talking about? <laughs> you are the worst secret person, by the way. I'm sorry. I just hope I was there. Um, what is this secret note you asked me? Should I read it to the group? What does this kill the party mean? You are the betrayer? I don't understand. Celeste is sus. Celeste is sus. Uh, yeah, vote her out. <laughs> um, it's not a very far drop. Why don't we just rappel down with the bucket? If we are confident that we are about to finally meet the kobolds who in encroached upon this mine, then I... Perhaps think I would perhaps be the the person to be sent down, but I will leave that to the party to decide. I'm unclear if there are more traps. BF goes first. How do you serve just... him forward? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she'll she'll just stare at you menacingly, like she dares you to defy what she said. Uh, no, I'm not gonna defy Frey. <laughs> she's, she's scary. Um, he will scoot past everybody to come forward, and she is still covered in blood, by the way, from the okay. rats. Would Would she mind if, uh, as he passed by, he pressed digitated some blood off of you, <laughs> or does she like the Does she like the aesthetic? Do you ask I mean... permission first before doing? Yeah, 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 yes. <laughs> he doesn't want her anger. This, yeah. this little woman. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> You've got a little I don't know if I should do this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but he will he will get inside the bucket. Yeah. Uh, he's very wary that like looking inside the bucket, looking down the the, the hole as well, because he can see. Um but there to see if there are more traps anywhere around. Sure. But... Have your head on a Figure since well. I'm the strongest, I have to use the, the pulley system to lower him down. I mean, yeah. Celeste only has one arm, so. Just let go for a little bit and grab on. Let go <laughs> yeah. for a little bit and grab on. 
I mean, you would know that these miners that operate this thing are not hardened adventurers. You don't think it would take... Uh, if, Children, if, if you will. If, <laughs> if you guys are following <laughs> the code, which is one person per bucket, which the bucket labels occupancy one, or you can clearly see, um, you don't think it would be any kind of like check or something to do that. Okay. So just look at Valravin as he goes and tries to like not shut the door and go down first. Say, enjoy your ride, and she'll just let go. So he goes, <laughs> <laughs> ah! All Robin. Never see him again. <laughs> Roll 66 lost, plummeting damage. Yeah, lost to the mines. Lost to the mines. The mines has him now. Uh, you lower him down, and sure, uh, he disappears from your view. Um... That's not hard. Yeah, but you don't you can't see that far anyway. Um Laravin, when you go down, you can kind of feel you go down um, you know, a solid ten and then about maybe fifteen feet before you hit bottom. Then you hit that bottom. Uh and you end up so I'm gonna fortunately drag the rest of you over here, but this is on the same map, is level two. Presumably what we think is level two. Uh, the mechanism creaks as the bucket lift descends to the floor of a small cave where two dusty tunnels lead in opposite directions. On the ground, you spot a conspicuous blood trail. Oh dear. Um, Valrowan will step out of the bucket and whisper talk up, you know, he's, he's got to project a little bit. Uh, I'm out of the bucket here. You can raise it up and start all coming down. There's I believe danger afoot. Unless we'll try, or, uh, Frey's gonna try to make some, like, uh, animal-type noises just to try to freak him out. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> like some, like, oh, good no, roll. they're all dead. <laughs> I must continue on alone. <laughs> Celeste, uh, Celeste is gonna go, Oh! That's it. <laughs> Your head okay? Uh, yes, I, I'm perfectly fine. I, I'm just a, it's a, the, oh, what's, um, I, I, um. Come on, you can go next. <laughs> it's the bucket for you. People, people with headaches, you can't go in the bucket. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, Frey, you can pull the bucket up pretty easily again. It's, it seems like it's mm -hmm. a pretty quick little ride. Yeah, uh, and so that comes up. Meanwhile, Valravin, you are—you uh, see this blood trail continues to the south and then towards the west. Oh, the blood trail's going that way. I thought the blood trail was going to the north. Okay. Give me a give me a survival. Do you, you see you see blood? And I'm telling you where you okay. see the blood, but you can give me a survival check. Gotcha. He's not very good at that. Ten. Yeah, it's kind of hard to tell. There's there's a lot of blood in both directions, basically. But you're just you're okay. seeing blood continue. The line continue. is going sort of north to south here. Yeah. Okay. Man, I want to pull up my forensics class so bad on that. All right, which way are the blood drops and the thin parts going? So that way you right. know which way yeah. the. <laughs> All right, so the bucket he'll, is made he'll... to the top. Right, go ahead. Right. Look at you, forge yourself. It's very slowly, like looking around for traps. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a perception check as you as you continue. 
Okay, you're, yeah. you're able to pr do a pretty clean sweep of this area, um, and you see no uh, none of the traps that you've seen before, and you're even trying to look out for any other kind of traps that would be in here, and you're not seeing anything down here. Uh, the bucket has made it to the top. Does anybody else want to go down? Ray would try to put Celeste in the bucket to tell her, go down and protect the idiot. Doesn't look so good, and not that I don't trust in your strength, but it's just in case you need some help lowering this big one. <laughs> uh, Celeste will stumble forward and uh, get in the bucket. Yeah. Lower her down. Yeah, I'm going to take off your token for a second so I can magically transport you to second level. The bucket comes down. And Celeste, you find yourself, again, lowered what seems to be about 15 feet down into darkness. But with your dark vision, you're able to see decently fine. It's still, you know, dark, but you can see. Uh, you see Valravan to your south, and you see that blood, uh, that bits of blood and the trail kind of running down these two tunnels. Oh, well. Your urge to clean the blood. <clears throat> yeah. I think her, her fear and uh, sort of like comfort by Valravan after having saved her life is going to win over the need to clean. So mm. she's going to stick with him. Character development. We did try to get you tipsy. Mm -hmm. Yes, my enabler. My <laughs> He's your dealer. Gotta, gotta keep him He's, alive. Yeah, he he is probably like like somebody who's just been drinking his whole life. So to him, it's like no big deal. Didn't even recognize it's going to be a problem for you. As soon as uh, I feel her her weight out, we just keep going one by one. Down there until we're all down there. Okay. Um, if Valravan or Celeste, if you guys want to go in any direction while they're doing that, then do let me know. We'll sort of motion to Celeste uh, and continue down this path. Very, yeah, wary. Okay. Just kind of looking around. Yeah. Celeste, hey, if, if you want to hey. give me a survival check uh, to try to, if you're looking at this blood and trying to figure out yeah, directions and stuff. Be like, did you... Did you see all that blood back there? What do you what do you think it was? I have no idea, dear. Don't do you think we should go clean it up real quick? Just real quick. <laughs> uh, maybe as we go, you could clean it up a bit. Oh, okay, okay. That 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 would be great. That would be great. Um Celeste, while you're looking at this blood, you are able to pretty much confirm that um, whatever caused it seems to have been moving in the direction you are all moving in. Could be danger, but it could be someone who needs our help. I, I guess that's that's a good point. Uh, you just you go you go first. Veronica's uh, looking at this room. That, he, that we're about to step okay, into. Okay, yeah. You see uh, tables and chairs set up in this area. Um, maybe like a break room for the miners. I need to step okay. in a little bit into more into the room, though. <laughs> oh, okay. 
All right, at the same time, uh, you round a corner. The others are basically coming down the bucket because it kind of takes you all. I'm going to go ahead and put you all here, but it's going to take you all a hot second to kind of make it down. Uh, but now you're all kind of up in that area, and you see the same blood trail. Um, but yeah, uh, you, you round a corner, and you see um, on top of one of the tables is a kobold. Um, what appears to be a living kobold, however, uh, matted with blood, and you can see her breath is just coming in rasps, and her eyes go wide, kind of flutters open as you step up, and uh, she frantically fumbles with a knife at her belt. Says, back! Stay back! Um, Robin will immediately, like, show his hands. Calm, calm, dear. Robin, I don't know, I don't know too much about kobold anatomy. Can he tell it's a woman? A female kobold? You said she. Uh, I, I described her as that, so but it's up to you whether okay, Bobbin yeah. uh, cares or attempts to uh, uh, he, find he, you that yeah, out. He, he would attempt to correctly gender the person he's talking <laughs> to. <laughs> um, calm, dear. dear. We are, any motions behind him, we are friendlies. We uh, mean you no harm. What, what manner of danger did this to you? Roll a persuasion check with advantage. Since you are making the, like, surrender motion and all that. Okay. Oh, no. Can I use my, my uh, advantage uh, inspiration there? Mm -hmm. Yes. I feel like this. Sure can. <laughs> or Robin should not do badly at this, at this check. There oh, we shit. go. <laughs> uh, there's been some good use of inspiration tonight, by the way. <laughs> my goodness. Um, you see her immediately calm down when her words kind of wash over you and she stops fumbling at the belt at fumbling at her, at her dagger at the belt and just kind of, uh, almost leans back on the table and just kind of continues that. And it's like a, it's a, it's a bad, like kind of wet breathing she's doing. It's, it's not healthy. Okay. Robin will slowly approach her and motion slash four. He says, uh, me and my friend are um, going to come a little bit closer, dear. We're going to take a look at your wounds. We have other friends farther along who might be able to help you a little bit better than we can, but they will be along shortly. She does not uh, put up a fight for that. Yeah, because while Robin looks at her wounds, he does, I mean, he, I mean... Yeah, give me a medicine check. Yeah. I don't know much about and, and Celeste, uh, you as well. Yeah, you're a little bit lost on cobalt anatomy uh, for you. Celeste, funny enough, because you, you examined the cobalt body, so you're able to actually pick up on uh, a few things. And you see um, the similar strange, like, rope burns uh, on her body, specifically, like, on her back. Almost like, um, like the kind of wounds you would get from, like, being whipped. And obviously, hers are uh, pretty fresh looking. Okay. Uh, and and she looks on the brink of death. Well, well, Robin, can you can you do something? Can you maybe cast something to help her? Might speak some words, dear, but. I am running out of uh, narrative juice, as it were. This story must come to an end quickly if I am uh, using all of my narrative inspiration, but 
If it is required. Do you, do you think it's required? Uh... He's asking you if your life is worth it. Well, I mean, I... Now you can be his moral compass. <laughs> I mean... Well, I just think, you know, at, at the monastery, we were taught that uh, life is a life. Except rats, they don't count. They should be bashed. We learned that at the monastery as well. <laughs> It's, it's on our, it's on the wall. Life is precious, except for rats. They bash them good. But I think if we, uh, if we want to be on the side of good, we, we have to help this young, this lady. Fair point, dear. Yes, yes, there's no better way to get on the good side of those you are coming to diplomize with. And to aid one of their own, yes. Well, this kobold, and he pulls open his book again. Though the kobold seemed on the verge of death, the, the kind monk's fine, sweet words and ministrations seemed to ease her suffering. And she revived somewhat. Wow, I'm really good at healing words. Yeah. And the kobold gets eight HP. That kobold looks and very much fresh as a daisy now. Is your wounds magically heal? Oops. No spell slots left. <laughs> yeah, um, that'll be fine. Do you guys both have it? Because I'm gonna give you inspiration again if you if you use it. I just used it, so yeah, you have inspiration. <laughs> I I still had mine. All right. Uh, so, Valravin, you can have another uh, point of inspiration then for, uh, mainly for healing this downed kobold, but also Celeste would get one for convincing you to heal the downed kobold. Can I, can I ask, uh, what, what happened to you? What, what are those marks? What, 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 what did this to you? She sits up and kind of looks over her body and just is in wonder for a second. And obviously she saw that you were, you know, casting that spell and, and talking and she kind of nods and seems to kind of pull herself together uh, for a moment and she says um, Greg and Small and she indicates herself when she says Small we search caves for missing kobolds the ones who set traps to keep uh, miners out they never came back Small uh, we we split up. Small find dead end. Return to find Grek. No, no Grek. Small search cave. And she points to kind of the direction you came from. Uh, find blood here. Hear sound. And she grows increasingly upset. Then piece, piece of Grek drop down. Nearly hit small. I look up and see monster. Small run, run very fast, but feel ooh, ropes sting back. Hurt so much. Couldn't run. Got tired. But feel feel better now. 
At this point, the three of you have come down the bucket lift after all your different back and forths and can hear voices now coming from the uh, south and west. You see that same blood trail. Putting up there. What have those two gotten into? That's finally something to track. The trail ends. Mystery. <laughs> yeah, you see the, the blood seems to uh, stop uh, tracking in here. Um, in this room... Careful! We do not know what's ahead. Edmund, um, a hole in the west side of this chamber opens into the central shaft, uh, which you can feel that air and you can hear that waterfall um, of that giant chasm. Uh, the floor in the north end of this cave is five feet higher than in the south end, with a rocky ridge separating them and a slope on either side leading to the top of the ridge. The walls above the ridge gleam with gem deposits. This is like a similar to that one room you found near the entrance where it's kind of cut into the rock, which you can tell that miners have been working here. Um, are the voices decreasing? I, I think I went the wrong way. Yes, the voices are decreasing as you go up this way. Um, you notice the, the, the yeah, it, it's a it's a pretty it's a larger uh, room too. Well, should we investigate here or head towards the the boy the other guys? I thought you want to get away from the voices. Also, I do not care for the company of other people. <laughs> I thought you and I were one of a kind. I was mistaken. Oh no. I headed this way. I continue going this way. Let's go. <laughs> I go into the Nobody chasm. Screaming. Nobody is screaming. They're fine. True. Those two are quite the screamers. I wonder where our friends are. <laughs> <laughs> Never Do rejoined. Gems come out. Do the gems come out of the wall easily? No, you'd imagine you'd have to take a pickaxe and be at it for like an hour or something to be able to try and get something out. I will never help anyone who's not screaming. <laughs> Alright, so there's nothing up here? Uh, you keep searching around and you just see kind of an empty room. At this, Yeah, it looks like this was a room that the miners had been uh, working into. What is this over here? Oh, it's the pit. Yeah, so you see, yeah, it, it opens up into um, that vast yawning chasm. And you can hear that running water a lot closer here. But um, with your vision, you can't really see, you know, anywhere else but just the gaping chasm in front of you. Uh, she turned to, to Evan and asked, do you have any more of these? And she'll just hold up the little glowing stone. I do. Um, he picks up another stone and tinkers it and uh, lights it up. Here you go. So she'll take one and she'll chuck it into the into the cavern to see if we can see anything. Okay, you just kind of in the middle of the in the chasm or in in the this room. The chasm. Okay. 
Uh, you throw she it wants, in the. She wants to just light it up as it goes down, so that way she can. Yeah, how does that work? Does it have to be close to you, uh, Edmund, or does it just on for a certain amount of time? No, it's on indefinitely until I touch it and discontinue it, or until I exceed my max, which is four. Okay. So if I start tinkering more objects, the old ones just uh, lose their properties. You see a fascinating spectacle as this lit up magic stone falls and falls and falls until it is just a speck of light falling and falling and falling and you do not see a bottom to this shaft let's not go that way i feel like in times like these i miss valraven you could have shoved him down the shaft and have him narrate the entire fall <laughs> you're not wrong I'm sure we could go grab him and convince him. Let's go find him now. All right. You love the three murderous people together. <laughs> I'm just going to point that out. I made a plan to I'll... grab you and throw you into the castle. Let's go find our friends. <laughs> friends. Um... Oh, Valraven. <laughs> Something for you to see. If we choose to go that route, I do have a way to get us down safely. So Excellent. I am glad you're with us. <laughs> uh, so the rest of you see this room that looks kind of like a little break room with some tables and chairs set up. And uh, all that blood kind of leads here up to the table. And this kobold is now looking very fine, but she suddenly grows very nervous as the rest of you pile into this room. And she kind of, like, shrinks down a little bit. A kobold that has not been taken care of by our companions. Ray would hiss yeah. just a little bit, like, <laughs> Even more of a reason to cast this man down the gaping chasm. I... What now? She <laughs> means the chasm us... with a blind, uh, with the end to it. <laughs> the chasm um, with an end to it. Tell us... About this kobold friend. This is, this is our friend. She, she's, she's a kobold. And uh, what's 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 your name? Did what, what's your name? Small. Small. This is our friend. Small, small. and small. Small. She nods happily. Five <laughs> minutes. <laughs> Small. No, there's an accent over the U. Small. <laughs> Small. This goes on for 20 minutes. And she was, uh, she was attacked by a monster in, in this cave. And, and I think we need to, we need to treat her. We need to protect her because this monster could kill all of us. And she might have useful information. Monster killed Grek. Yes, monster killed Grek. Tell us about that chasm back there. It's... I don't think it has end. We will soon find out. Jesus. Because she's straight up plotting murder, huh? <laughs> Need to talk to Trex. Trex smart. Trex lead. 
Trex, yes? Who, who Trex? Trex lead. Where Trex? <laughs> she points, uh, she points north and then kind of makes a down motion. Why did he let your companion Grex die? Uh, she looks sad. Says, uh, Opal's not sure of danger down here. It's not all danger outside the mine. There's a chasm that has no end. How could you not think of any danger in here? Did the chasm not try to kill us? Monster came from the chasm. Her eyes grow wide at that. She's completely bullshitting. She doesn't know. She just said it because it sounded scary. Yeah. Well, there's only one way to find out the depth and the possibility of a monster coming from the chasm. On an unrelated note, Val Robin, come here for a little bit. <laughs> Real Celeste, my friends, I believe we ought to... Uh... Well, we have two options, as, as I see it. We could follow our little friend here to her leader, this Trax, or we could attempt to avenge her fallen comrade and go after this creature. My dear, you can point us in the direction of the creature, yes? I small saw it that way, where you come from. Oh, so perhaps they are correct. Perhaps it came from the chasm that you were... Looking at. There's, a, there's another path over there. Oh. Yeah, but obviously you guys did not see any monster when you guys went up there. But your path did end at the chasm. Hmm. The chasm. Yes. Indeed, we did not see any monster in the chasm. Therefore, I think you are lying about that. Let us go see your leader. You know what we do to liars here? Into the chasm with you. <laughs> Somebody yeet no. this cobalt. <laughs> no trial. Everyone just goes to look at the chasm where I look at it. Somebody just grabs it. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the yeeting. <laughs> nah, we're going to totally sparta this. Right. <laughs> you yeet while I sparta. <laughs> like I said, I have a way to get us down safely. Perhaps, perhaps we ought to speak to these kobolds before we uh, go down any endless chasms. <laughs> Why are you so friendly to kobolds all the time? That is what we are here to do, yes? Negotiate a diplomatic end to this conflict. I, I must agree with our non-endless chasm-falling friend here. Let us go negotiate with these kobolds and become their leaders. They will treat us as gods. <laughs> and we as have plans all to kobolds do. As long as you have more spell slots to appease them. <laughs> What's that? All out of spell slots? I don't know. <laughs> to the chasm with you. <laughs> yes, she uh, mentions that... Um, Trex, Trex leads, and then she pointed north. Kind of made a down motion. Okay. 
Um, uh, perhaps you will come forward and walk with us in the front, dear. And as we do so, might I explain our situation and how you may aid in our endeavor? And he's going to spend, he's going to sort of try to, try to walk with her as we go to go meet with them. And the whole time, try to just try to talk her into like being on our side in this whole thing. Uh, give me a persuasion check with advantage. Yeah. Okay, she seems pretty willing to come with you and uh, seems enamored with both you and Celeste specifically. You have shown her heaps of kindness and healed her on the brink of death. Ray keeps an eye on her for any like sudden movements. <laughs> She'll be like right on top of her. Okay. Just in case. Um, okay. You all want to, f- yeah, so she heads, starts, uh, so you're yeah, walking just, with her? Yeah, like, just letting her lead us, basically, to to where, where okay. her cobalt buddy is. Okay. Um, I can kind of montage you guys. So you basically follow down this winding path for probably 30 or 40 feet. And then it, it want, you feel yourselves descending as you follow this path around the circle. Going to... Come there for a second. Uh, what is your order you're going in? Ball Robin and uh, the Cobalt are first. Well, I would guess... I mean, so, oh, she just walked away. Uh, Celeste so probably be up there with her because she was also friendly with the cobalt. Okay. I'll have uh, the other two in the middle, and I'll be in the back. Yeah. Okay. More. Okay. Um. You will follow around the tunnel, and then it. Uh, the, you know, the narrow cave is still like a five foot width path. Um, and then it opens up as you go down, descend, and it opens back up into the chasm. And suddenly you are stepping out onto another wooden walkway. And right next to you, you hear the very loud rushing water sound. And you can see a waterfall falling down uh, from right next to you. Um, the... Downward slope ends when it opens into the giant chasm. The wooden walkway extends from this opening and then appears to run uh, westward to another tunnel in the rock. Uh, and then in front of you, you see uh, Valravin, you and Celeste can see this, being at the front and with your dark vision, you see a uh, rope, a taut rope, going across the chasm to another walkway on the other side. And when and attached to that rope is a bucket. That looks like a similar design, like for somebody to go in and be able to move across. And with your dark vision, you can look up and see a pretty good way uh, up on, uh, to the north, I guess I'm saying. Uh, the uh, walkway with like the splintered broken shards um, way above that. Oh, this is where we went... Okay. Yeah, so you've come... How we got, came to the elevator. Yeah.
You all no, find no, yourselves no. here. And she basically um, gestures you all. Uh, kind of gingerly down the walkway. And she motions that, you know, she appears to go forward without any kind of hesitation, so. Um, Varov and catching glimpses of figures ahead. Yeah. Uh, whispers to Small, uh, my dear, perhaps you might, um... I'm not sure what the word is. Announce us, or go ahead a, a bit and introduce us as your friends, yes? It might do some good to ease some whatever initial tensions there might be. Um, okay. Um, yeah, as she kind of rounds the corner and appears, um, she kind of says, uh, Thrax! Small! Live! Small! Uh, meet uh, friends. Uh, friends, uh, maybe help. Kobolds. And you hear a, a voice speak out um, that sounds like a kobold, but speaks um, not in like a broken dialect. Um, says, uh, small. What's going on? Come in here. See the cobalt kind of move in. And yeah, the rest of you, you see the gaping chasm. You see the waterfall rushing. Um, and you see a rope with a bucket going across um, the uh, chasm. But we do have to move forward in my way. My apologies. Thank you. Oh, another one of these platforms. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, the poll is currently up, so folks, please vote in our MVPC poll. Uh, I'm essentially just waiting to hear her like describe us as the good Samaritans that we are. Yeah, that's yeah. Sorry, she was she okay. was basically starting to do that. Yeah. Okay. She said that she had made some uh, friends. Um, she says, uh, "Like, where's where's Greg? No, no, Greg. Monster, kill Greg. Almost kill Small. But uh, new friends save Small." And uh, you hear the voice say, oh, uh, Come out. Uh, let me see you. Hello, friends. I am Valravan Gwenetain Lanria. At your service. <laughs> My friends are right behind me. My dear Celeste, the one who saved your dear small there. Celeste is uh, is at this point 
doubles over in pain again and just goes, ah! Um, at the same time, Celeste, when you come around the corner and you feel that, you see this cobalt, which uh, we have a picture of. Uh, it appears to be larger than other cobalts, and it appears to be having what looks originally like he's got wings, but then you see he's got kind of like makeshift wings made out of like twigs and like cloth. Um, he also clutches his head and kind of goes, ah, and then he, with one motion, he kind of does like a protective, like moving of small to the side, says, hold on. And he, um, kind of puts his hand to his head and reaches out with his other hand and, uh, Valravin and Celeste, you feel a psychic force come at you. I need you to give me intelligence saving throws. Celeste, you have advantage on this save. Intelligence saving throws. That's an Indeed. odd one. I've um, been so happy to be in the back of a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, both of you are able to uh, kind of shake your heads um, from the effects of that and you see that uh, he kind of stumbles backwards, and he says, I, I'm sorry. I don't know what came over me. It's... Robin repels it back, and it hits him. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this is tracks like, right in front of Valravin. Um, yeah, yeah, I kind of moved a small or... to the side, so yeah, you can see this, this kind of cobalt, this larger cobalt, He's got these weird, like, wings that he seems to have been, like, just made. <laughs> um, and he is speaking uh, in a way more intelligent manner than the other kobold that you just spoke to. I, uh, I, I have to ask, what's, what's on the other side of this chasm? Um, his eyes go wide, and he says, I don't, don't know, I don't want to go over there, but it keeps wanting me to. There, uh, oh, how would we get over there to the other side? Uh, you can see, uh, and he kind of nods to the rope, and you see this rope that goes across. There is a bucket, like, hanging underneath. It looks like a, a person could fit in that bucket and then kind of go across the chasm. Yes, I, I, I have to go to the other side. He nods and says, hi. I understand. The rest of you are very confused about this uh, yeah, conversation. Uh, looking back and forth, like, what? Yeah. It's the tennis match. Hmm? Yeah. Hmm. So she, she's going to back up and start trying to get herself into the bucket. Okay. The rest of you see Celeste with a single-minded force just climb into this bucket. This... <laughs> Why is she getting into the bucket? <laughs> I, I don't know. Something having to do with the other kobolds. 
seems to have experienced something. There is a, a, a crank mounted on each platform to where you could pull somebody across that way, or the person in bucket could presumably just go across themselves. I, um, I have one good arm, so I would appreciate it if someone could... <laughs> Could help me out here. First, you tell me why you go across. I don't know. I just, I have to go across. Do you want to come with me? You want to come with me, right? Okay. One medium-sized person. It would be kind of real dangerous, but you could. Ray's small, but. I'm small. Yeah. We go one at a time, though, if we all wanted to go, though. Right? I mean, I could sit on her shoulders. <laughs> We'd still be medium. <laughs> Extra medium. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> medium plus. But what if she sort of like can she kind of No, never mind. Never mind. If I'm sitting on her shoulders and I'm pulling her back. Uh, I I will allow. Yeah, phrase she's mentioned that she's <laughs> yeah. very very tiny so that I'm think, small. Yeah, you're small. Yeah. So I'm just going to sit on her shoulders and I'll be like, "Just hold on." And she'll just do her arms. Okay. Move us across. The two of you move across this chasm, and for a brief moment, it is scary as hell. Especially for you, Frey, at one point you like lose sight of everything except just darkness above you and below you as far as you can see. And just the sound if, of if rushing water. If that happens, water. she'll look down and be like, there is something over there, right? Celeste, uh, can I... Go ahead, yeah. Oh, I was going to say, can I see, like, what's what's on the other side? Uh, you see... So I'm going to go ahead and take you guys over there. Um, you Yeah, as soon as you get across and you kind of get out and hop onto this walkway, Celeste, right in front of the... There's two caves in here. The one right in front of you, you see a fossilized skull that's partially jutting out of... Uh, the wall of this small cave, probably about five feet off the ground. The skull has larger than normal eye sockets, a ridge between the eyes, nothing that would pass for a nose, and four small holes where you would expect teeth. And from inside these various holes in the skull, something glitters inside. And I think that... When we get out of the bucket, Freya will yell back across, We are not dead! <laughs> I think that is where we're going to end our session tonight, as well. <laughs> okay, I have no idea what the fuck is going on, but okay. <laughs> we'll have a good chat. <laughs> um, according to our MVPC poll, we have a tie fucking chat between, of course, uh, Valravan and Celeste for the excellent uh, duo role-playing they've done. Uh, really throughout the stint so far in this adventure. Uh, so you both can roll on the MVPC awards. All right. Two potions of healing. I'll take it. Hey, pretty good, right? Yeah. <laughs> Celeste finds it at the bottom of the bucket. That's right. Yeah, just fine. Nobody left this here. 
Yeah, that's the equivalent of like, yeah, an RPG is just randomly find like good loot, like in like a, a wood barrel or something. That's like, right. oh shit, there's a, a pile person. of rags. <laughs> a pile of rags. See, you make fun of me for breaking all the damn pots whenever we there's, play games and stuff, stuff like that. There. There's reasons for that. Are. <laughs> all right. Thank you to Chris, Heather, Rochelle, Raymond, and Reese for playing. Thank you to our wonderful fans for watching, and thank you to the awesome. Patrons, shout out to Platinum Patrons, Joe, Will, Tiny Dancer, Manuel, Wizard Princess, Christopher, Star Loverly, Thomas, Ian, Captain Mike, Adam, Goblin Works, Aiden, Instant Lose, and Smaug, and Gold Patrons, RPG, Paper Crafts, Charming Grenade, Pretty Boy, and Yuma, Marcos, Did, Vicente, Gilberto, Dead Lizard, Lounge, Samurosh, Lumpy Spuds, Jerome, Fatboy619, Sclean, Nick, Farty McButterpants, Blood Angel, Veronis, The Fireworks Factory, Baboon Baboon, Sean, AK, Cert, 2B, Nathan, and Fast Like a Tortoise. We are live streaming our DD adventures every week. We will see you next time. Join us in a bit for. Uh, Frostlight chat as well. Mm -hmm.